<laughs> okay, so the lyrics are, whoa, 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 it's magic. What? You, you know? know? Never believe it's not so. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, did Evie you? Knew it. Oh, was that you? Oh, oh. <laughs> that sounded like really staticky, and I was like, it's a ghost. You know. <laughs> Better believe no, you've got Sal. I couldn't even do it because I was laughing too hard. Sal. <laughs> Your hands, though. I did do jazz hands. You are right. What does Liza Minnelli say? <laughs> um, so she was in, she cabaret, was in cabaret. But Did all I know about it? cabaret is the MC's part. I know all of cabaret, but I only listen to like the original broadcast ver- broadcast, the original Broadway version. And so all I can ever think of is <laughs> in that fucking uh Don't Tell Mama song, she goes, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> How did that go again? Mama. (laughs) That was great. Doesn't even have an inkling. That's really (laughs) how that person talks. Who? Lacy pants. <laughs> Who does that? I don't know. Liza Minnelli, it's right? Not Liza no. Minnelli. She was in the movie. She was in the movie. I don't. She wasn't ever on the Broadway. Ball on the Broadway. She on the Broadway. Hey, um, best theater moment I've ever witnessed was Alan Cumming on in Cabaret on Broadway. Alan Cumming slapped our <gasps> old boss in the face. Yeah, it's true. Well, what, what? Did, what did she do to him? Because what? he is it Alan was, It was a him. Uh, what did he do? Alan Cummings sang with the gay men's chorus, and they went out drinking afterwards, and he went to high-five him. And Alan Cummings oh, it was an accident? Him in the face, yeah. <laughs> so Alan Cummings doesn't know how to high-five, is what you're I saying. <laughs> Which just makes him all the more endearing yeah. to me. It was amazing. Uh, so do we want to have a podcast? Let's have a podcast. Do you want to have a Total Eclipse of My Heart podcast? Totally. Right now. Total Eclipse of My Heart. All the time. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Sit down, I want to tell you a story. A really weird and messed up story. With murdering ghosts and gobbly ghouls. It's all really fucked up, so don't you be fooled. It's effed up family story time. <laughs> don't make eye contact with anyone let's go yeah don't look at just close your eyes hello everyone welcome to effed up family story time the podcast i'm hannah and i'm salem and with us we have bell what up guys and kelly hey how you guys doing hi guys tonight? <laughs> I guess. I guess. <laughs> good. Oh, we're, we're feeling we're good. good. We're so feeling good. It. Yeah. So we are here recording our, what is this, our seventh? Seventh? Seventh episode, which mm-hmm. seems like it's not very much, but it seems like a lot to me. <laughs> we well, we do put out episodes bi-weekly, so each we episode try to. is two weeks. Yeah, we try to. That we means we've to. been doing this for seven times two so 14, 14 weeks. <laughs> Hold on, I was trying to do it into months. So like three months. Like you three used months. to three be and a, and a half teacher. Months. <laughs> hey. hey. Yeah. Kelly's yeah. a very good teacher. It's yeah. true. Now I teach. Now I teach teachers. Aww. All the better. <laughs> uh, that makes me think. Um, okay, so on that yeah. point, 
drink. We have a drink. Welcome to our fucked up drink corner. Here's Jesse coming in. Got a tasty drink. Here you want my mic? I got you a microphone. I'll talk into both of them. Both of them. <laughs> oh, she doesn't want my mic. Well, hers is closer. Go. Oh, fucking sister rivalry. I know. Kelly's so jealous of everything. <laughs> Yes, you Kelly. know y'all have been throwing shade on me while I've been gone, and now I'm back, bitches, and you're still throwing shade on me, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the youngest. I mean, and not only are you the youngest sister, but you're the youngest cousin, and so there's the poor youngest Kelly. All yeah, around. Granny said when she saw me, she was like, "My baby," because I'm her baby. Okay, so welcome to the fucked up drink corner. Today, we're deviating a little, and instead of a weird concoction that I've come up with, we are going to share with you a nice little syrup that you can add into many different drinks to give them a little bit of a holiday feel. Uh, You know, we just celebrated Thanksgiving two days ago, and we drank this wonderful syrup in mimosas. Tonight, we're drinking it in apple cider, so hard apple cider. We just got a mixed pack of Angry Orchard, and we are adding mold cranberry syrup to it pretty easy to make so you just take some recipes will tell you equal parts water to sugar but i don't like it that sweet i like a little tartness so i do about two parts water to one part sugar put it in a saucepan add however many cranberries you think you want i put in a whole little like 12 ounce package and did about three cups of water and one and a half cups of sugar and then put in your mulling spices. So I made it really simple this time and added some whole cinnamon sticks and whole cloves. But if you want, you could really mull it up with some nutmeg, ginger, even some uh, orange peel or whole orange slices. Give it that really good holiday feel. You bring it to a boil and then you simmer for about 10 to 15 minutes. If you want it thicker, simmer a little longer. I simmered a little too long and ended up with more of a cranberry jam type thing than a syrup, but it, it still tasted still good. good. <laughs> and then you can add it however much each person wants to their own individual drink, and you have a little taste of the holidays. So I hope you enjoy drinking some wonderful drinks we with did. some mold cranberries. Mm, we did. Everybody, how do you like your drink? Ooh, it's great. It's so good. I had mine in uh, my homemade apple, spiced apple mead. It's it's Ooh. instead of a ci- cider because it's mead, it's a sizer. So the name of this mead is Sizer Cozy Apple Spiced Mead. Well done, <laughs> And the cranberry gives you a nice little UTI relief. Always. So, That's right. I'm pretty sure the sugar might counteract that. But yeah, no. and I was going to say, does the alcohol counteract that as well? Oh, yeah, I didn't think you. about the alcohol. <laughs> you can pretend and then just take I mean, actual antibiotics. It's better than <laughs> alcohol without cranberry. Like, That's true. That's certainly <laughs> true. All right. So I think it's time <laughs> to get into our stories. So this week... Um, our storyteller is Belle. This will be her first story with us. Hi, I'm very excited hey, to be here. Belle. So I'll let her take it. All right. Thanks, guys. So today I'm doing kind of more of like a, a spooky ghost story. 
So our story actually was documented on Twitter, and it became kind of a viral phenomenon. All of you Gen um, Zers out there, yeah, you're so gonna know this. You'll so I'm too old. Might have heard about this. Aren't you a Gen Z? Or no, you're no, millennial. bitch. I'm you're a millennial. Right on the cusp. <laughs> it's arguable. Oh, Although shit. I do frequent TikTok. I also frequent more TikTok than I would like more than I would admit. also like to admit. So here we are. Okay. <laughs> I barely know what TikTok is, oh, it's so terrible. that ages me. I know what they it is. They tried to give me a I cover. Said barely. I know what it is, but just barely. Okay, barely. My legs were too long. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> All right, so our story begins Monday, August 7th, 2017. Adam Ellis, who is an illustrator and he used to work for BuzzFeed, he put on his Twitter account, his handle is at Moby Dickhead. <laughs> he tweets. <laughs> so, my apartment is currently being haunted by the ghost of a dead child, and he's trying to kill me. Parentheses, thread, unparentheses. Aw, shit. He begins his thread. He started appearing in dreams, but I think he's crossed over into the real world now. The first time I saw him, I was experiencing sleep paralysis and saw a child sitting in the green rocking chair at the foot of my bed. He had a huge misshapen head that was dented on one side. I did my best to draw it. And he includes a picture of one of his illustrations. Can we all see it? Child with a little. Oh, wow. And I will have That's a big dent in this when head. this episode is posted. I will have them include a link to the thread that I'm reading from. Um, it's every tweet that Adam Ellis posted about his okay. experience. Um, he has photos, drawings. Let's put it um, on Facebook videos, and on so Twitter. We'll yeah. Make sure to include it when we upload the podcast for sure. So he includes this drawing of this child with a misshapen dent in his head, and he looks pretty spooky. He goes, for a while, he just stared at me, but then he got out of the chair and started shambling toward the bed. I couldn't move because I was paralyzed. I have sleep paralysis fairly often. It sucks. Right before he reached my bed, I woke up screaming. I had another dream a few nights later where I was in a library, and a girl came up to me and said, You've seen Dear David, haven't you? I was like, Who? And she said, Dear David, you saw him. He's dead. He only appears at midnight, and you can ask him two questions if you say Dear David first. She added, Never try to ask him a third question, or he'll kill you. I imagine that this little girl, have you seen Aliens? The sequel to Alien. Yes. Yeah, I think like once vaguely. <laughs> There's that little girl Newt who she yes. like they're dead, okay. Can I go now? <laughs> That's how I imagine that that little girl <laughs> in the library was like. You've seen dear David, okay? Can I go now? <laughs> so this was a little girl that lived in the in the same apartment. Well, this was a dream he had. Oh, so he okay. had a dream in the library and where he was having sleep paralysis, and that's when he first saw Dear David or whatever. Okay. And then he had another dream just like a couple nights later where this little girl was like, you saw him, Dear David. You can ask him three questions or two questions. If you ask him a third question, he'll try to kill you. That's and then she said, can I go now? <laughs> yes, that's exactly that's how it happened. That's the story. <laughs> so a few nights later, Ellis has a dream. And David is there in the dream. Same situation. He's in bed. He's sitting in the rocking chair staring at him. He remembers what the girl said. So he goes, dear David, how did you die? And David mumbles, an accident in a store. 
He says, Dear David, what happened in the store? And he groans. A shelf was pushed on my head. I'm frozen with fear. I asked, who pushed the shelf? Don't do it! David doesn't answer. I realized I've asked a third question, which I'm not supposed to do. At that point, I wake up absolutely terrified. So he spends the next few days Googling deaths in the city, different names, Daniel, Dylan, Devin, and he doesn't find anything. So a few weeks goes by. That's because he should have searched he should have for Googled David. David. Well, he did. He searched for David and nothing came up. And then he, he added the different, oh, okay. you know, how to Google, I guess. I just can't find it. I'm so, trying all the D words. A few weeks go by and he doesn't have an incident. Um, an opportunity comes up. The apartment above him becomes empty. So he vacates his apartment, moves in upstairs. It's a little bigger, a little nicer. So a couple months go by. He's settling into his apartment, and he kind of forgets about Dear David. Um, but when he's tweeting about this, this is still that thread on August 7th. And he says, lately, something strange is happening. For the past four nights, my two cats gather at the front door at exactly midnight and just stare at it. Almost like something is on the other side. And he includes a picture of his two cats. So are they just cats? Chilling? Are they real cats? No, they're real cats. Okay. He has a picture of real cats. So, he has real cats. Like, because they're cats, like, it's assumed that they're assholes, right? Yeah. Most cats so, are. All cats. So, uh, so for four nights, Adam's cats are sitting at the front door at exactly midnight. Right on they're cue, assholes. Staring like something is on hour. the other side. Last night. Wait a minute. Wait, let's stop yeah, for a second. The witching hour. What time was it? Midnight. midnight. I know oh. that's witching not hour the midnight. Witching hour is 3 a.m. I right? no. just for those people out there that are really <laughs> interested in the truth, the witching hour is 3 a.m. I know. Okay, I was making a joke because I know. <laughs> I know. So I, midnight. I'm just joking too. I'm just being. Don't silly. hit me, but why? I thought it was midnight. Did I don't really? know why. Either yes. one of them is it, but apparently the real it just witching gets dark hour is and three. spooky. But like everyone else says, the witching hour is midnight. Like no. movies and they say three a.m. Have you seen the well, movie The Fourth Kind? I know it's about aliens, but everything happens at three a.m. Then too. Jess so kindly looked up on Wikipedia, the most trusted source on the internet, and found out that in Western <laughs> Christian society. The witching hours are between three and four. It's a single hour. Witching hour between <laughs> three and four because that is when the least amount of prayers occur in a time, like a day time Because frame. most people are, are asleep. sleeping um, between three and four. If you're not praying in your sleep, are you even Christian? Um, <laughs> are you, are you even? even sleeping? <laughs> are you even? So according to Wikipedia... Canonical hours are the hours that are like set aside by like monasteries and stuff. So that's what it's referring to. Oh, so the official so the prayers has of the allowed church. there to be a lapse in time I of know, prayers. The, but strong. also, none of this matters because the cats were staring at the door at, at midnight, midnight. So. not three a.m. All right, so Adam Ellis's cats. It's midnight, and they're staring at the door. And so after four nights of the cats routinely at midnight going up to the door and staring at it like something was on the other side, he decides to get the courage to look out the peephole and he's certain he saw movement on the other side. He opened the door, turned on the light. Nothing was there. His cats were unnerved, bushy tails, freaking out. Unnerved. Unnerved. His words. That's a direct quote. Unnerved. Anyway. 
So <laughs> he goes, he turns on the hall. There's nothing there. Cats are freaking out. Um, and then that's how he ends August 7th. So he says, that's where I am right now. Dear David found me. I don't know what to do. I'll keep you updated. Two days later, on August 9th, he posts again. For the sixth night in a row, my cat has walked over to the door promptly at midnight and stared at it. He includes a video of the cat just kind of sitting at the door, making a couple cat noises, you know, a little that they do when they see something. Yeah, the chirping. Exactly like that. Yep. So he eventually goes through. He takes a photo through the peephole because he couldn't gather up the courage to look through the window. Like, open the door. So he takes a photo out of the peephole, and there's a side-by-side comparison because he takes two because he thinks he sees something. So there's two photos here side-by-side out of the peephole, and in that first one, there's a little shadow that kind of sits in front of the banister on the staircase into the hallway. Okay. I have a hard time seeing that one. So it could just I mean, be it could a just light be, anomaly. And I've looked through peepholes. If you're at different angles, then yeah. the top part of the peephole yeah. comes down lower, and the bottom part of the peephole comes down. Right. And it's that kind of shadow like that's like curve. right in front. Oh, okay, it fits the curvature. It fits of the curve of the, the peephole. peephole. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he took one from the inside and the outside, and you know, you obviously can't see anything from that. The one that he has the door open. Yeah. Which is why he took one through the peephole to see if there was like a smudge. And it doesn't show through on the second photo, but you can tell that it is at a different angle. Yeah. Um, but he freaks out. He deadbolts the lock, gets back in bed. And that concludes on August 9th. Um, the next so night. So he slept all night, like, terrified. Yeah. Just because like, he took that He picture. includes this photo that's <laughs> actually really cute of, like, his cat with, like, the glowing eyes. And I love it. that's honestly the scariest photo I think in this whole thread. <laughs> oh, but, I, love you know. I love cat pictures like <laughs> that. I love kitty cats. It's my favorite. All right. So on August 10th, he posts again. It's been a pretty quiet night. Nothing really happens on August 10th. Um, August 11th, the cats are back at the door. They're there again. Okay. And then on August 11th, he decides that he is going to take a couple of he starts recording sounds while he sleeps, and he catches a couple of weird sounds. I'm going to pull them up. So Adam catches a couple of clips while he's sleeping on August, I think it's the 10th into the 11th. He starts recording. On August 11th, he posts these clips to Twitter, and this is the first one. I hope it comes through. So I think it was in that first i didn't hear it i didn't I hear know. anything I, I think it was just a couple of well and there are, are comments on the video or on the clip that he posts that it's probably just the cats but it's just like a well, couple yeah. of like oh, let's hear it again like snaps and stuff so it's the oh, knocking so. sounds yeah, that it he still hears sounds a little bit like a rim shot of his hand well, that absolutely. But it's from his apartment. No, no, so no. I'm saying who's but playing does. the drums. <laughs> Who knew that the baby, dear David, could play the drums play so the well? Drums. Who even knew? Have a drum but only set? a couple knocks on the rim, not actually. On or the is drum. it a is it an ethereal oh drum set? That you saying that. There's this YouTuber named Chills who does like spooky videos, like top fifteen spooky videos, and everyone makes fun of him, and that just sounded like something that he would say. Where he's like, number 15, ethereal drum set. 
because that's how he talks. That's how no, all those countdown people talk. He's so hilarious. There's one of my favorite clips. There's a video where he number fifteen. Burger King foot lettuce. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck is but that? it was like an actual video. Like it was a picture of a Burger King employee standing in the lettuce. Ew! <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting when you actually know it, but just hearing, <laughs> hearing number fifteen vo- Burger King foot lettuce. Ew, <laughs> my favorite thing that? about us doing our I podcast guess. is listening Ew. to you make fun of other content creators. I would never make fun of Chills. <laughs> He's my hero, and I love him. If you want to okay, follow well, me good. at Dylan is chillin'. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that first recording that we heard was like kind of a snap, maybe a footstep or two. Could have just been the cats that, you know, hang out in his apartment. But this next one is weird. It's 16 seconds long. Ellis claims that out of the 33 recordings that he took that night, the only one that had a strange electric sound is this one that I'm going to play right now. It just kind of sounds like an air conditioning <laughs> but it, unit. But it only occurred Coming in on the one, though. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, you heard he the, ever... the bump. But I'll play it again because if you listen underneath that, it's really kind of faint. I like matching uh, notes to <laughs> like just, I like, just background like, noise. Matt does that. It's That's so annoying. It's flat. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to play this clip one more time. And then if you listen so you can hear like the the rumble of the air conditioner or whatever it is, because it is August. But then underneath that, you can hear like a faint, like staticky sound. It almost just sounds like electricity. Yeah. Or like sounds like a bug zapper or even just like rubbing on something okay so he records the one snap or okay so he's got three recordings right now let me see i didn't actually load this one so we'll see if it works we heard two recordings first one was a couple snaps maybe some footsteps second one we had the electricity and then I'll play this last recording for you that he caught on the night of the 10th into the 11th. Ew. Was that him? I'm was a little not gross. sure. <laughs> was he sleeping? Because how did I he think, know it's not him? I, I'm not sure. I think uh. this did happen while he was asleep. Okay. Then that was totally him. Yeah, I'll play it again. Farted. He just was like, ugh, and farted. That's all. It's like the donut ghost. That's like the donut ghost. Can I tell the story of the donut ghost? No, we yeah, tell the time. story of the donut ghost because I've got never five. Time. There's always time for the donut ghost. Okay, let's hear it. Long story short, I was at my friend's haunted house, uh, like her house that is haunted, not a haunted house. And <laughs> we, were, we were home alone. I went into the kitchen and grabbed donuts. I asked her if she wanted a donut, and from behind me, we both heard, mmm. And <laughs> so it's like the donut ghost. <laughs> Okay, I'm playing this clip one more time. <laughs> I'm so creeped out by like that in, like, not a 
I think it's a ghost kind of way, but in like, I don't want to ever hear a man go. (laughs) 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 Okay, that was great. All right. So all of those recordings apparently, according to Adam, happened between 2 to 3 a.m. He has no explanation for them. The true witching witching hour. hour. I know, right? So all of those recordings happened between the, well, he posted all of that at nine, about nine o'clock on August 11th. So all of those recordings occurred from the 10th into the 11th. A.M. or P.M.? Uh, well, he re- posted it at 9 a.m. Okay. Um, Just on Saturday, August 12th, he posted he's getting out of the house for the weekend. And then on Monday the 11th, Adam buys a Polaroid camera. Okay, so he takes a couple photos of his living room, of the chair. He goes into the hallway. He takes a photo, and the Polaroid comes out completely black. Something's wrong with your camera. So he <laughs> rips open. First. He rips open the uh, film to see if it comes out black. If it was just an undeveloped Polaroid, but all of the films are white. All of the little picture frames. So undeveloped, they're white. He hmm. tries to take another photo where he covers the lens with his finger. And as you can see, it comes out kind of cloudy and not as quite pitch black as that first Polaroid came out as. Okay. So he's quite wait, the investigator. He takes a video of himself taking pictures so that those on Twitter can see that he's just not, you know, he's making real. that, you know, all of these yeah, photos are right. true. I, a I, couple more come out black. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, I own a Polaroid and I feel like. Don't quote me on this because I haven't seen it or used it in like three years. But I feel (laughs) I lost it. (laughs) But (laughs) I feel like when I took my first picture, because there's like a test one before you can actually start taking pictures. I feel like it comes out black. Yeah. Well, he took a couple before that. And it wasn't until after that it came out black. What is he taking a picture of? He's just taking photos of his house just around his apartment and stuff. Um. He takes a photo here. Um, the one on the left is with his phone, and the one on the right is with his Polaroid. And in the one on the phone, both pictures, the light was on in the hallway that he's taking a photo of. But in the picture that he took on the fo- Polaroid, that hallway is completely blacked Ew. out. Black. Hmm. That looks like a, a an A24 horror movie. So that's the end of the thread. Um, the next day he gets some sage. He sages his apartment, gives it a little bit of cleansing. Um, he keeps waking up in the middle of the night thinking that something's wrong. Um, the next morning on August 15th at 11.25 a.m., he posts, the sage did not work. I haven't dreamed about David in a few months, but he appeared again last night. In the dream, my bedroom was filled with hazy smoke, but I could see David sitting in the chair across the room. He was smaller this time, almost shrunken. He didn't do or say anything except look at me. It feels like a bad omen. Yeah, that's a fucking bad omen. A creepy little baby staring at you from across the room. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's a bad omen. (laughs) I don't know. I think it could be good, Hannah. Okay. (laughs) On Friday, August 18th, Ellis posts again. It's been two weeks and he still does this every night. And he's got his cat sitting at the door at midnight. Other weird stuff has been happening, too. I've been recording myself sleeping. It picks up this weird static electricity sound every night at 3 a.m. It lasts about five minutes, probably. Witching hour. (laughs) 
the this cats are morning, just tired and want to go to bed, so they do their stuff at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so on August 17th at 9.19, he posts, This morning I woke up to the whole house shaking. It felt like a small earthquake. I debated even mentioning it on Twitter because it sounds made up, but I distinctly felt the house swaying. Hmm. It's just a whole bunch of small things happening at once. I feel uneasy. And I, like right before a thunderstorm comes, everyone is telling me to move. So the next night on August 17th, a big thunderstorm rolls around. Everyone in the city is talking about how weird the sky looks. I can hear thunder rolling in the distance. That really happened in L.A.? There was a big thunderstorm? Yeah, yeah there's a big thunderstorm August 18th, 2017. He's so it's not just like in his mind or whatever? Of the sky. Oh, cool. Yeah. What if so this was on just August twenty first? Oh, sorry, Anna. Go no, it's okay. It was a dumb thought. No, say it. <laughs> it's got to be on the podcast. <laughs> I was gonna say, what if this whole entire tweet was just the documentation of a man losing his mind? I mean, it could be. That's all of my tweets. It's just the documentation of me slowly losing That's my true. mind. That's Look. all that Twitter is. <laughs> I want to write that book. All right. On Monday, August twenty first, he posts. All this ghost stuff has been spooky. But this past weekend was the first time I actually felt unsafe in my home. Parentheses. Thread. Unparentheses. On Friday night, there was supposed to be a huge storm. In the end, it passed. But that night was bizarre anyway. So Friday the 18th that he posts about the big storm. I fell asleep pretty early. I was incredibly tired for some reason. I had a dream that night where David was dragging me by the arm through an old abandoned warehouse. I'm not sure I, why I didn't fight back in the dream or how he was strong enough to even pull me, but that's dream logic for you. It was a creepy dream, but I didn't think much of it when I woke up. I took a shower, and then I noticed something. I had woken up with a huge bruise on my arm. And in the tweet, he includes a photo, and you can see, like, right below his wrist, he's got a big red bruise on his arm. Uh-huh. Oh, snap. Maybe I injured myself the day before and my arm was hurting during the night, which manifested as a dream. There could be a totally logical explanation for it, so I brushed it off. I went to get coffee, which I do every weekend. When I walk to the coffee place, I always pass a food cart repair depot. It's always incredibly busy, especially on weekends. I've lived in the neighborhood for over four years and the place has always been jam-packed with carts getting serviced. But today it was completely abandoned. The whole warehouse was totally gutted and empty. Yeah, so he includes some photos. You can see mm-hmm. the gutted warehouse. And in the next tweet, he says, the only thing in the entire warehouse was a single green chair, which he also includes a photo oh, of. Weird. Is that the chair that David sits in in his room? Well, he does sit in a green chair in his room. It's not the same one. Does he also have a green chair or is it no, in his yeah, mind? No, yeah, he has a green chair oh, okay. in his apartment. I mean, that's in his the dream, one that David is always okay. sitting in. But this is a different green chair. But it's weird that the green chair is the only thing in this warehouse that is, like, one of the busiest things on the block. He goes, if you recall, David appeared in my green rocking chair. It could be nothing, but it's weird that it was the only thing left behind. So he goes to the coffee shop, and on his way back, he noticed that the warehouse has been shuttered. And he includes a photo of the doors closed. It's remained shuttered ever since. The chair, the bruise, dreaming and out it, dreaming about an empty warehouse and then passing by one, it gave me the creeps. Needless to say, I didn't sleep much that night. Too many strange things are happening, and more frequently, it's been a strange weekend. And that is where I'm going to take a break. It's getting real. We've Very got bruises. so far. Yeah. I like it. I like a so, good ghost story. So- 
When this first came out, I was freaked the fuck Me out. Me too. James and I, it was like a fucking like weekly release of a TV show that we would watch. We would sit down and read it on Twitter, and we'd be like, oh, he updated it. Oh, my God. We got to sit down and read it. So this is going to be the streamlined second half because it Kelly's got to get home and do some bacon. It well, normally is streamlined anyways. The second, second half usually well, is. Well, the issue is, is that I don't really yip, know yip, how yip, much yip, is yip. left. Kelly's aching. Yep, 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 yep. For some bacon. Yep, 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 yep. She's a big. No, never mind. I don't want to keep going on this. That's kind of what I was thinking. I just figured that him being like harmed for real was the most suspenseful part to end. Well, and. Is this it was. when he took that like three month long break? He like he like went out of town to like visit his family or some shit. No, but if then I he also correctly. didn't post anything for a really long oh, time, really? and I feel like this is where he stopped posting. Because I might, might not be, but who knows? We'll see. Um, I was kind of reading ahead, and he posts through August and into September. Um, so when we left off, Adam Ellis had just had physical contact with the ghost woke up from a crazy dream with bruises found a warehouse completely abandoned after having a dream that he was being dragged through an abandoned warehouse to find a singular green chair in the warehouse Hmm. that occurred on august 21st later that week on friday the 25th ellis posts again There have been a few small developments in my apartment. I'm not really sure what to make of them. I just know I'm scared. If you recall, my cats usually gather at the door at midnight, but lately it's been getting earlier and earlier every night. I was almost used to the routine, so when they started to cry at the door closer to 10, I was confused. They began a new routine. Hover around the door at 10, cry for about 15 minutes, then wander off as if nothing is wrong. But this week, something else has been happening. Shortly after the usual cat stuff, around 10.30 or so, I start getting phone calls from an unmarked number. My entire call history for the past week looks like this. You'll notice I answered once yesterday. And so he's getting several calls, like, in a row, all no caller ID Hmm. showing up on his iPhone there. That's definitely an iPhone setup. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, since this has been happening for days on end, I thought it might be an automated telemarketer or something. Usually, if it's an automated thing, if you answer once, they quit calling, so I picked up. Instead, what I heard on the other end was a peculiar electric sound, very similar to the static my sleep app picks up at night, so the one that I showed on that clip earlier. I didn't say anything. I just listened, waiting for some automated message to chime in. After about a minute, the static stopped, and there was silence. I kept listening. I heard what I thought was breathing, but it was so faint I can't be sure. My heart was racing, so it was hard to hear. Just as I was about to hang up, I heard a very small voice whisper, hello. Something about the way they said hello freaked me out. It wasn't a question or a greeting, just hello, a flat statement, so quiet I could barely hear it. I panicked and hung up. I didn't know what else to do. I closed all the curtains in my apartment and turned on every single light. I watched TV until dawn because I was too scared to go to sleep. I sort of feel like I'm losing my mind. If I look at each individual incident on its own, there are perfectly logical explanations for everything. But after three weeks of weird shit happening, I don't know how to make sense of it all. The only thing I feel like I can do right now is write everything down. So that's what I'm doing and that's what I'll keep doing. So on August 28th, Ellis posts that he moves the green chair out of the bedroom weeks ago. It had been in various parts of the living room ever since. 
On August 28th, Ellis posts that he purchased a pet monitoring system for when he goes out of town in Japan. He's going to be gone for three weeks. It's basically a nanny cam that connects to the Wi-Fi so you can check in whenever you want. Um, in the time that he has posted last, he moved the green chair from the bedroom into the living room. When the nanny cam captures any motion detection or sound detection, it sends a uh, it sends a notification to Ellis's phone so he can see any time like the cats are running around, hanging out. Um, his phone was pinging periodically through the evening. He set it up for a test run before going out of town. And uh, his phone would ping periodically through the evening, alerting him to the cats running around, just normal stuff. At about 11 o'clock, it alerted him that it detected motion, but when he checked the feed of the apartment, he didn't see anything. He posts a video of the feed, and in the video, you can see the chair that he moved from the bedroom into the living room. It starts to rock. Oh, what's happening? That's pretty creepy. There's nobody in the apartment at that point but the cats. Huh. Um, It can't be the wind. He hasn't had the windows open all summer. He has AC. Um, There wasn't anything he could do. He turned his phone off. After about a half an hour of that happening, he got another notification alert. And then if you watch this feed, um, keep an eye above the bookshelf. Oh! Oh! I didn't... Well, that was weird. for Hannah! What was that? What happened? So it's a little turtle shell that Ellis hung up on the wall. Um, He picked it up in Montana. His family lives there. He got it at a trading post. Um, He was out of town for the weekend when all of this happened. And he. uh, All right. Well, that's basically all that happened at that point. On August 28th, um, he posts all of this. He moves the chair from the living room into the hall because he's so freaked out. And that concludes his tweets essentially on august 28th um on tuesday september 5th he posts about it happening again he's been leaving the nanny cam nanny cam on 24 7 it records every time there's a movement or sound he was going over the feed from the weekend and saw that on saturday night while he was sleeping it was recording the cats in the living room um it was pretty unremarkable at first but after a few moments his cat maxwell freaks out and jumps over something invisible i mean Cats just kind of do cats that, though. Like, I mean, like, cats, cats are weird. Cats, cats are, are really just weird. Fucking weird. Yeah. I mean, I I assume we're gonna have an opportunity to discuss some of. Uh, yeah. Some of yeah. This yeah I'll end. definitely have. We'll have arguments. Yeah. Stances. Um, my cat has been way weirder I than mean, that yeah. cat right there. <laughs> I like, just want to point out though, sure. if we're talking about cats being weird, Kyle actually had a moment one time because Ollie like saw something fucking weird on the ceiling and was doing his little I think Kyle was even playing with the laser pointer, which is like Ollie's complete downfall <laughs> is the laser pointer. And Sid. And Ollie was like yes. sitting like Kyle had it like on the wall or something, and Ollie's like freaking out doing his little thing uh-huh. that he does and kyle like literally freaked out he was like all he's making <laughs> demon noises and like, he was like legit panicked had he not because had he's, he's no, had a cat his before, mom right? like is like allergic or like doesn't like cats so or something know. and so cats. he's never grown up with cats he's had like a dog yeah he didn't know that that's just a cat thing although no bog freaks me out all the time but I know that it's just because because we live in a basement and so you can see out the window while you can see like people's feet as they walk past mm-hmm. and Nobog will just like sit and stare past you into the window well <laughs> at like 10 o'clock at night 
And like, I know that he's a cat and so he has better night vision than like I do as a human, but I won't see a goddamn thing outside and he'll just stare for like 20 minutes. Okay, let's get back All right, to let's your get stories. Back. Yeah. What, what were Ghosts. we talking about? <laughs> All right. Oh, before the we, cats are weird. Yeah, before That's we got derailed. <laughs> cats are weird. So I call shenanigans on those Ellis's videos. cat but, was actually right. pretty weird. He claims that there wasn't a bug, that there could be a chance that it was a fly, but that he just can't shake the feeling that there's something weird. Um, he records a second video that he claims adds to the weirdness. The cat is, like, standing up on his hind legs. That's weird. That is, oh, shit, that is pretty weird. Is he standing up like somebody's holding him under his arms? But then he sw- he swatted his paw out. Oh, okay. So yeah. I feel like he was just doing like, like Piewacket does that all the time. She'll like, like get back on her hind catting. legs and like yeah. But Piewacket does it to the air too, or she does it to us when we're all the way across the room. She'll like get yeah, on her hind Yeah, but there was nobody and, like, home. He was like out but of town. But I feel for like she. I feel like cats are weird, y'all. And it's weird. He like <laughs> settles into it, so he's just like fucking he's just, standing like, sitting. on his two but if hind he's, legs. If he's never done that before. Like if Ollie randomly just like started <laughs> meerkatting at nothing out of nowhere. Well, I would also be a bat and he couldn't meerkat if well, he wanted that cat to. cat also doesn't <laughs> look skitty. That's true. Like, no, no offense, Adam is not the healthier it's cats. Weird. All right. It's legitimately it's weird. weird. You have to it's a base strange. it upon your, like, you know your cat. Your pet. Yeah, yeah exactly. You have to base it upon, like, is this behavior that you have ever seen your cat do? Like, before, if Pear you know? would have ever, like, if Pear ever does that for any reason, I would Fucking be a little take your strange. Cat to an yeah, I would be like, Pear, like, what are you doing, man? You're <laughs> weird. Okay. Anyway, he says his odd behavior from Maxwell, things feel off and he can't explain it. That happened on September 5th. So a couple weeks later on September 16th, he goes, I've been having so many nightmares lately. They're way more intense than my usual dreams. I don't know if it's because I'm stressed or if it's something else. This afternoon, I took a nap and had a dream that I haven't been able to shake. In the dream, I was laying in bed, rolled over to face the other direction. On the pillow next to me was a severed head with a bloody spine attached, snaking down the bed. The head was staring right at me, somehow still alive. It had this huge smile plastered on its face. Horrified, I screamed, what happened to you? And the head smiled even bigger. It feels great, the head groaned. (laughs) After that, I woke up. It was dark outside by then and everything was quiet. The other dreams have been just as strange. Things like dark figures staring in my windows, even though I live on the second floor. Stuff that makes no sense in relation to what I've been experiencing in real life. After that dream about the head, I've been feeling uneasy all night. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I decided to go for a walk if for no other reason than to get out of my apartment. I had to pass the warehouse that was boarded up a few weeks ago. It's actually on the way to everything. I pass it twice a day just to get to the subway. I hurried past it since it freaks me out now. At the bodega, I got some Doritos and a seltzer, then I made my way back home. When I passed the warehouse a second time, I heard a dull thunk from the other side of the shutters. I froze in place, but there was no other sound after that. I feel like that shuttered warehouse is where, like, the mafia They were like, we have a cart business, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. We're not money laundering or anything. I froze in place, but there was no other sound after that. I probably should have just continued on, but curiosity got the better of me. There was a grated window next to the doors about a foot above my head too high to see into. 
I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to hold my phone up to the window, take one photo, and then run for my life. I made sure my flash was on, positioned my camera lens, threw one of the grades, and snapped a photo. I almost thought I saw movement when the flash went off, but I couldn't be certain. The light bounced off the grates and was pretty blinding. I couldn't even look at the photo. I just ran all the way home. <clears throat> Sorry. I was too jumpy to look at it for a while. I just ate my Doritos nervously. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. He's like me. Yeah, like me always. Nervous. Doritos and Cheetos. Uh, uh. And yeah. I love that he's like, I did this scary thing. So then I ran back to the comfort of my haunted house. Yeah. <laughs> well, and where ate else Doritos. would you go? Okay. Well, that's true. And yeah. like, does he have a car to sit in? Because that's where I would go. <laughs> I just, I'd just be car. like, I just sat in my car and ate just Doritos like, and listened to podcasts. <laughs> It'd be, I just think like, I don't want to look at it. I'm too scared. I'll wait till I get home. Like, I would go to my car and look at it in my car. Yeah. Or never or look at that photo like, ever yeah. again. I just mean like, yeah, sit in my car. When I finally did look at the photo, here's what I saw. It seemed to be a different part of the warehouse, maybe an office. There was a bunch of old insulation and what looked like a filing cabinet and a ripped-up leather desk chair. I noticed something else in the upper right corner, something that looked like a face. The more I stared at it, the more it started to look like a nondescript blur. Now I can't even be sure what I'm seeing. So Part of that can be explained by just the human brain wants to find patterns. It's so true. we see faces s- in a lot of things. I that see faces in everything, faces. actually. Yeah, because that's what the the brain wants you to find patterns and stuff. Oh and so. God. Okay. <laughs> so. That happened on September 16th. On Friday, September 22nd. Um, he posts about how the last few days being really quiet. He leaves for Japan in a couple of hours. He's been trying to avoid anything weird before the trip. He feels like once he leaves, it's all going to stop. On the 29th, he is in Japan, and everything seems to be going okay. October 3rd is his last full day in Japan, and his weeks in Japan were pretty peaceful. Nothing really happened. Um, On the 2nd, he posts about going for a long walk around the Sapporo. Um, He just pretty much wanders around. Um, He comes around a statue in the park, and he can't find really any information about it. Um, He starts taking pictures of it from different angles. Um, He moves around to one side, and he sees in the statue he has a photo. Ellis is taking pictures of the statue, and he gets to a point where he finds like one piece of the statue and he takes a photo and he says that it's too similar to be a coincidence. It's just a baby. Yeah, but the baby's got babies a deformed head. Let me see. Fucking all babies have deformed heads You're right after the fucking coochie. Wrong. They're deformed in the shape of the vajayjay. It's not that deformed. It's He's really not a yeah. weird length angle. But I mean, it's a little I, deformed. Okay, it's a little deformed. Could be weather-worn. That's weird. Weather-worn. Weatherworn. I don't know. Oh, it's yeah. stone. The statue. I was yeah, thinking of like outside? an actual baby. <laughs> the weatherworn baby. <laughs> it's like that's weird. Erosion <laughs> of the skull. Okay. After Ellis gets back from Japan, his tweets begin to slow down a bit. On October fourteenth, he posts about sometime before dawn. He wakes up and goes into the kitchen to get some water. He'd been sleeping. He'd barely gotten back into bed when he saw faint light come on in the living room. After a few seconds, it went dark again. After that happened, after the light came on in the living room and it went black again, 
Um, Ellis couldn't get back to sleep, so he went to a 24-hour diner near his apartment, had some food, and then went to shower before work. Um, he was getting ready for the warning, and he hard- started hearing some weird scratching noises outside of his front door. He analyzed it and started noticing things. Um, he was looking out the peephole, saw kind of part of a face, an ear, and an eye. And he took a photo of what he saw out of the peephole. I don't see fucking nothing. I can't really see anything either. Yeah. But I'm going to post the link. Dude. It's we'll just see. he's reaching now I mean, is he what might I be. feel like. Maybe. I mean, you can kind of see. I can see an ear. Can you? Let's see. Well, somebody posted, and I did see the ear. It's kind of like an eye, an ear. One of the his Twitter followers kind of posted a video of him. I don't oh, see okay. it. Kind no. of like an upper it's angle, like, as if no. you're looking down at like a kid. It's yeah. like when you 100% no. Yeah, it's like when you fucking are watching a ghost show and they have an EVP and they're like, this is what we heard. And they then, have it on the screen. And so, like, of course, you hear that because your yeah. brain is going to want to hear that because you're reading it. Like, I don't. And I'm not saying it's see. not there, but it's not. I am. It's not there. <laughs> That's fair. It can't be concretely proved. I mean, none of this. And can. even <laughs> if it's not there, that doesn't mean his whole story is is disproved it just means that that photo to me doesn't appear yeah that he's obviously freaked out because Mm -hmm. this is some scary stuff going on for him and so he is seeing this everywhere yeah yeah and that could be i mean if it's happening like he says he is like all of these small incidents that seem too kind of connected to be a coincidence you know yeah it would make sense for him to be reaching for something like that um after this occurs, uh, Ellis decides that maybe he should get somebody else involved. Um, so on October 26th, he posts about his friend who came over to cleanse the place. After about a week or so, it seemed like it worked. Things appeared to go back to normal. Cats weren't gathering at the door anymore, and he stopped having dreams. On October 26th, he continues to post about how um, things got weird pretty quickly um, the warehouse that kept popping up again, um, he was on his way to work and saw that it was open. And there was one thing in the warehouse, and it was just a hearse. And he has a photo of the hearse. That's weird. Parked in the warehouse. Yeah. That is weird. Huh. <clears throat> um, after playing around with the photo, Ellis didn't notice any weird faces or figures. Um, it didn't really seem like anybody else on Twitter did either. Um, on the evening of October 25th, Ellis was headed into the kitchen to grab a beer from the fridge when he spotted something frightening in the window. A person was standing on the roof opposite his apartment. He posts, I immediately ducked down. I reached up and flicked off the light switch. I peered over the windowsill but couldn't see much. My phone was in my pocket, so I grabbed it and took a photo. It was blurry and dark, but I swear someone was out there. And he includes a photo. Yeah, I remember this photo. I I see it in here. Um, he posts a brightened up version of the photo. Oh, I see it in this photo. Do you see? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, I see it now. Oh, okay, I see it. Yeah, that's weird. It's in a weird spot, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When Ellis tried to take another photo, the figure vanished, and he did post the other photo. Um, on November 5th, 
Ellis posts another set of photographic evidence. Um, he has another dream. He sees David in the chair again. He doesn't have the green chair in his room anymore. Um, this time he saw him in a recliner that he's had for years. He posts, he was staring right at me just like the first time. Again, I felt paralyzed and can barely move, but this time something was different. He sees David in his um, recliner, right? Okay, he goes, so I'm in the chair again. I don't have the green chair anymore. This time I saw him in the recliner I've had for years. He was staring right at me just like the first time. Again, I felt paralyzed and can barely move, but this time something was different. I still felt mostly immobile, but I could squirm a little bit. I felt more alert. I could move my hands somewhat. David glared at me, and I dreaded what I knew was coming. He was going to get out of the chair and come toward me like before. I had to do something. I kept my phone next to me on the bed and somehow managed to get a hold of it. I thought if David is going to kill me, maybe I can at least get evidence on my phone. I started snapping pictures in the dark. Sure enough, he crawled down off of the chair and began shuffling toward me. He moved slowly like it was a struggle for him. I felt terrified, but I kept taking photos. David limped closer to me, never taking his eyes off me. Soon, I was face to face with him. He started muttering something too quiet for me to understand. I watched as his eyes rolled back in his head until they were all white. I tried to write away, or I tried to writhe away from him, but I could barely move. I stared in horror as he began crawling up onto my bed, still murmuring something, and that's when I woke up. Same as before, broad daylight, no trace of David anywhere. It's almost routine now, but it was a dream after all, so I got up and went to work. And after a while, the stress of the dream melted away. Ellis goes into his phone to find a picture from a couple days ago and saw dozens of pitch black photos in his camera roll, all from the night before. So oh, that's he has, creepy. Yeah, so from when he was sleeping, when his dream. And he included a series of photos. Oh, it didn't go all the way back. Your phone's cooler than mine, apparently. So you Yo. can see in the photo that he took. It looked a little like a Muppet. Yeah. <laughs> kind of creepy. Muppets and he has scary. several photos. Mm-hmm. And there's one. Yeah, bitch. This one's fucking terrifying. This one's creepy. Oh, oh, yeah. Man. That's really creepy. Yeah. And so he includes in the thread, like, a handful of photos, like five or six photos in here. Okay, so on Friday, November 17th, um, Ellis posts again, talking about how um, he's still alive. It's hard to explain the logistics of what he's seeing, but there's a part of his apartment that he's just now learning about. So um, recently, Ellis just moved up to the second floor of his apartment, um, right above his old apartment. Um He finds out that there is a space between his the roof of his apartment and the actual roof of the building. So there's like a little attic crawl space type thing in his home. Um, He sees the entrance into the hallway and he posts a picture onto his Twitter of the entrance to the crawl space. Ooh. It's a spooky looking entrance. Um, it's really high above the spares, so he has to get a ladder to access it. He figures out by looking at like plans of his apartment that um, the space that he sees doesn't actually lead up to the roof, but leads to a space between the ceiling and the roof. And he figures this out because the skylight is like a good three feet above where that entrance is. So he tries, he spends the next couple of weeks trying to figure out how to get up into the roof. Um, he 
there are noises that have started coming from the ceiling. Um, so he orders a pole from the internet to figure out how to get the hatch open and see what's actually up there. He thinks maybe it might be raccoon, so he's trying to figure it out. Um, at this point, it's about Thanksgiving. So he was out of the apartment for Thanksgiving, and he comes back in. He's posting this on November 28th. Um, he goes to bed and has barely fallen asleep when he wakes up to an incredibly loud crash above him, like somebody had dropped a bowling ball. He feels a rush of energy, and then after about a minute of being awake, he hears another crash. Uh, probably about 15 times in a row, he says, Yikes. followed by a huh. long silence. He hears a smaller, creaky sound from the hallway. In his mind, it's registered as a footstep, but it could have been anything, he says. There were no more sounds after that. He lays back down, still tense and nervous. He wakes up the next morning, and everything seemed normal. Same Saturday as any. As he walks downstairs to go get a bagel, something crunched under his feet, and he sees a pile of debris under the stairs directly under the hatch. He takes a picture of that as well. Huh. So he goes back upstairs, and he finally gets the pole. Um, he grabs his pole and sets his camera on the court wardrobe and to just to catch anything on video if he opens the hatch. He takes a video, and something falls out of the hatch. So here's that video. Okay, so he goes to investigate the object that fell out of the hatch, and he wasn't even sure what it was. It turns out that it's a small leather shoe. That's weird. So it's like a kid's shoe. Yeah, like a kid's shoe, period, kind of clothing type. Um, so he texts his landlord and told him that he thinks that there's something in the crawl space. Um, he says he's come by later with a ladder to check it out. So a few hours later, he gets his landlord on the ladder, and he gets up there, and he says there's nothing up here. Um, but then he was like, oh, wait. I watched as he reached up into the emptiness with his free arm, and when he pulled it back, he had something small and round in his hand. He climbed down the ladder and handed it to me. Again, I wasn't quite sure what I was looking at. It was smooth and shiny, and at first I thought it was an old piece of candy, but it was cold and too heavy to be candy. After a second, I realized it was a marble. How does it take you that long to realize what a marble is? He says, he <laughs> What claims, is this magic thing? <laughs> How strange. He is it claims. candy? Let me bite it to see. <laughs> Ouch. Nope. <laughs> he claims that it was so worn that it hadn't registered to him that it was a marble. And the shape had a sort of weird bump on one end. He says, my landlord seemed unbothered and told me to call him if he heard anything else. Um, I went inside and headed to my office to see if I could figure anything out. He says he did figure out the bump on the marble. In the early 1900s, they made marbles by hand and cut them with big metal scissors, which would mean that the marble is probably really old. So he has a decrepit old shoe and a marble from out of this, this hatch that the he crawl found. crawl space yeah. or whatever, yeah. Um, so cut to December 12th. It's been kind of a long break. He hasn't really posted in a couple weeks. Not much has been going on. Um, he still hasn't been sleeping well and having weird dreams, but they've been vague and hard to describe. He claims that last week something weird started to happen. Last Wednesday, I woke up with a start and felt something strange, like something had just been watching me. I turned on the light and I was alone. There was this tangible feeling of badness, like everything felt wrong, sort of like when you have the flu and you wake up in the middle of the night and can't really tell where you are for a minute. Um, it's a feeling he's used to that accompanies David. 
Uh, he felt malice, dread, but was alone and was so tired and ended up going back to sleep. The next night, the same thing happened. So he thought about using the pet cam, uh, but the cord was too short to get the camera high enough to see the entire room. So he downloads the app that takes a photo every 60 seconds and set his phone on top of his bookcase to give him that view. So um, he's taking these photos. He jolts awake at the same hour, feeling the same sense of unease. And there were probably 350 photos to scroll through. So he's got a couple of photos. There's one, and it takes a photo, I think it said every 60 seconds. So every minute is taking a photo. And in this first photo, there's nothing there. Okay. And in the second photo, you can see that same kind of figure that he's been catching. Creepy! So we're getting a lot of photos. Um, he's in the next couple. And then after a couple minutes, he appears to collapse into the chair. In the next dozen photos, he seems completely lifeless, almost like he's dead, which doesn't seem to make sense. And then in the, the next photo, he's gone and the room's completely empty. And all of this is happening at about the time that he's having those strange dreams. In the next few photos, he appears on the bed inches from Ellis staring down at him and then in the final photo here he's staring right into the camera and then nothing he disappears and then the rest of the scroll is just Ellis alone in his room except for this last photo like I don't see that it. super up close it looks do you not see it Kelly no I still did I Look in the corner. Yeah, you can see you can like that see bottom like corner, hair, like the hair and the ear. And an ear. It's just like a blur because oh, it's so no, close to the Oh, no, 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 I get it. Camera. I'm sorry. I didn't know what I was looking at. Okay. <laughs> so, in December 20th, Ellis goes back to Montana for the holidays, and then he doesn't post about um, David until the 2nd. So, he's in Montana for the holidays, and everything seems to be going okay. Um, like, maybe he's just tied to the house. Um, he starts browsing listings to maybe move out of the apartment to see if that would help. But after a few days of being in Montana, he starts to feel strange again, having weird dreams. Um, one night he gets up to go to the bathroom and it feels like there was something moving outside of the window. Um, he couldn't see anything. It's pitch black in the, you know, kind of rural Montana and there are animals passing through all the time. So he goes back to bed. And then the next morning, he starts to look through the snow to try to see if he finds anything. Um, he finds some animal tracks, not really anything too important. But the next night, the same thing happened. He thinks he sees movement, out, or movement in the blackness outside. And he gazed out trying to find, see if he can see anything in the darkness. Um, but he feels like he sees something. So the next morning, he is getting out of the shower and looks out the window and looks at the tracks. And he can tell. So he gets outside to try to get a closer look. And they are very small footprints. And he has a photo yes, included. They are. Mm -hmm. And they lead right up to the house. They disappeared into the ditch out back. So he follows them across the backyard, finds out that they disappeared into the ditch. Um, he spends the next few nights not leaving his room, not going to the bathroom. Um, and then he flies back to New York the day after Christmas. He says that he can still feel David watching him at night. 
He's been taking photos with the app that takes photos every 60 seconds, but nothing really has shown up. He tweets on January 2nd. It's picked up absolutely nothing save for one thing from last night in reference to the app. Um, last night was particularly bad. I felt sick, had nightmares all night. I dreamt that David was hovering in the corner by the ceiling far off the ground. He was mouthing something, but I couldn't hear any words. Then he was hovering above my bed, staring down at me, his mouth moving faster than it should be. I couldn't move. I could only look up. Suddenly, he plummeted downward, and I felt this huge pressure crash into my chest. I woke up gasping. The wind completely knocked out of me. I sat up and looked around frantically, heaving for air, but there was nothing. When I caught my breath, I retrieved my phone from the dresser. The photo world showed nothing of note save for the last photo taken just a moment before. Gross. Mm. Creepy. On January 16th, a couple weeks later, um, Ellis posts again. Um, he hadn't been having dreams anymore, was sleeping a little better, was feeling great, but things, again, are getting sort of weird. He seems to start having issues where he's losing time, not focusing as well, mishearing people to repeat what they say, but he claims that he's sleeping great. He tweets on January 16th, On Sunday, I opened Twitter intending to update you all that it was over, or at least I thought so. I was writing something to that effect when I noticed that I had way more notifications than usual. I swiped to my mentions and saw that everyone was tweeting to me about something I'd posted to my Instagram story the day before, saying they saw something weird. The stories are expired now, but I have screenshots and I don't know how to explain it. So long story short, he goes to brunch with a friend, posts a few photos to his story, totally dumb, totally normal, um, boring brunch photos. Uh, the next day, he had a zillion messages about the third photo that he had posted. People had taken screenshots and sent them to him. And somehow, he had this weird, just like glitchy photo uploaded to his Instagram. Hmm. Okay. So, it's like, it looks like a, it's like, I don't know. I'm trying to describe it for people, but I don't know. It's how like a technical <laughs> glitch. Yeah, just yeah, like, like some like... sort of technical glitch. Nothing, like no weird figures or anything. Just like weird glitchy photo he claims it looked perfectly fine when he tried to upload it but can't make any sense of what's happening um he claims that he can see it kind of looks like he's got a dent in his head in that second photo he looks like he's got a dent in his own yeah, head if you yeah. look the way that it glitched kind of the shadow kind of makes it look like he has a dent um in February, he posts about how everything's fine. Everything is pretty quiet in February. In March, everything seems to be doing okay. So that seems to kind of be the climax of that story. Mm -hmm. um, he posts in February and March about how he's not going to really, you know, he's not making anything up. He's not going to post anything if nothing's really happening. Um, he stays mm -hmm. pretty busy with his illustrations and stuff. Um, so that seems to be the climax and thus far conclusion of the Dear David saga. Huh. Unless. I gave you so much shit about how that's how I wasn't going to end it, but that's apparently how it just ended. So it just ended. I, yeah. I stand corrected. He just stopped updating. That that's how it ended. <laughs> but no, I was going to say, I wonder why, like, maybe he has become so like possessed by David Maybe. that it's all like well and like but well, he continues to post something. like he's still an active 
content creator it's on true. the internet. It's true. I mean, he constantly is posting comics posting, and yeah. tweets. And so was it just a ploy to get publicity? Well, well and, and also, um, I found out while kind of looking this stuff up that they are making it into a movie that's supposed to be coming hmm. out into the next year. So I wonder if Which, he's like, well, now I've got movie rights and yeah. I don't need the post anymore. He wants to save uh, like yeah. the ending for the movie. Maybe. Which, and like that's a lot because I remember when that happened when that was announced that was like a huge thing Mm because like through all of it everyone was like it's a hoax is it a hoax like he is someone who creates things on the internet like he's a well-known comic artist and like he is a creative person it wouldn't be far-fetched to expect him to do yeah well and then when you find out that he's getting a movie out of it Mm -hmm. that everyone was like it can't be real. And yeah, whether like, or not it's real, though, it is kind of a good testament to how well, yeah, like the if medium of storytelling has come so far. Like, you can exactly. tell this, like, really creepy story, this, like, ghost story, you know, and have it be that, captivating and have it be scary and, you know, that shit's a better Twitter. That shit's like, a better ghost story than the last Paranormal Activity movie, and it's all on that fucking That shit's Twitter. a better ghost story than the last for paranormal well, activity. Don't Evie, dare. Evie had to go home early. It's because true. The Evie story couldn't yeah. handle it. Yeah. She couldn't handle well, it. Well, and the medium of storytelling is changing in general. Yeah. Like, people don't go to the movies anymore as often, and, like, people don't read as often. People are constantly on the internet, and so if this was just a storytelling technique, he did a really fucking good job yeah. because for months and months, almost a year, that's all that anyone ever talked well, about. Well, yeah, I remember when that like first happened, like being on the internet, like constantly checking his yeah. Twitter page for. Unless- I would go to parties, and that's all that we would talk yeah. about is like we would go on Twitter and read it together at a party full of people, like and <laughs> and let- really fun parties, yeah. <laughs> really fun parties. <laughs> and let me say that. Um, I believe that animals can pick up on that kind of stuff and the whole sleep paralysis thing. Yeah. I wish Jess was still here. I don't think you experienced it, but both Jess and I experienced it in the house on Kachara street at two different times. Like I experienced it when I was in high school and when I lived there. And then, um, shortly after, like when you were a baby shortly after I moved out and then Jess said she experienced it like many years later when she was in high school and uh there was always like this dark figure standing in the door mm. and like the closet door right um for me it was either the closet door or just the doorway to the bedroom but mm. it was in that bedroom you know the that, small bedroom the small bedroom yeah. and so again like i don't know was it just a dream like some people have sleep paralysis did i just have sleep paralysis yeah. and then i had some weird dream and like with it well and there's this really good documentary i think it's called fuck, nightmare or something like that but it's a whole it's a whole documentary about sleep paralysis and it's pretty much like the the view is that like people who think that they're haunted or people who think that they're being possessed or like even aliens a lot of the time it's like sleep paralysis Mm -hmm. and like the fact that your brain can trick itself into believing that your sleep paralysis is like actually happening because you do have physical symptoms from it. Like James gets sleep paralysis all the time and he'll like wake up gasping and he can't breathe, but he like knows that it's sleep paralysis, but it's still like, it's terrifying. Well, and for me, the whole thing was I never had it anywhere else. I have it all the time and it's never associated with dreams of like hauntings. Like sometimes it's associated with like, 
scary-ish dreams, but the scary part is always that I can't move. Like that is the nightmare every time that I have it. And I've had it in multiple different places. Dad had it last year. Um, we were at, at the reunion and I slept in the same room as mom and dad. Cause you know, there's like multiple beds and all the different mm-hmm. rooms and you're just trying to squeeze in and find a place. And in the middle of the night, dad just went, <laughs> and then he like woke himself up but he, i don't think he even remembered what it was i was like are you okay he's like yeah i will say bringing it back to the dear david story a little bit more i think to to his testament adam ellis's content on the internet is always very wholesome not scary at all it's like very fun colorful comics that are just mm-hmm. like slice of life most of the time yeah mostly about himself and like pop culture references like this is the only thing that he has ever posted that has been like quote-unquote creepy in any shape or it's form true. So it's and really like it stopped it at that and he character. has not posted anything like that since and so like the fact that it's so out of character and he has said nothing about it since his last post like there's been he's fucking got a movie deal. since early well, 2018 there's been yeah, nothing it was march well i do think and i think that the other possibility that could be happening here is that it's not actually a haunting mm-hmm. and yet he believes that the that something is happening and like what he believes is not what it is. Some of those pictures are definitely creepy, but I also know that sometimes dust and weird, well, some of those pictures are really creepy and multiples in a row, I guess. So I'm not trying to explain away some of the evidence, but I'm just saying that there's also the in between that he truly believes and he is looking for signs for this. And he's like, I'm not bullshitting anyone. I don't want to bullshit anyone. And yet it could still not be real. And there is a logical explanation for it. And we just don't yet know what that explanation might be. Yeah. Or he could have also started that way and then fed into it so he could get a movie deal. I don't know this guy, you know. And then he's kind of like making pictures or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's a very creepy story. It is creepy. It is creepy. I actually, I totally forgot about this until just now. I follow a youtuber i think her name is like lois lane Louis, i don't know it's something like that like laney i don't know i should remember it but i'm terrible <laughs> but she like will do youtube videos on like creepy content like she does a lot of ones on like weird creepy tiktoks and like are supposedly haunted tiktoks are the ones that i've been watching lately but like a couple of years ago when this was really big she did what on dear david and then she did a whole like series of videos where she thought she was being haunted by dear david that's like the only instance i've seen of that so i don't know if she was like trying to fucking ride the hype train yeah. and like get popular from it but she's not a popular youtuber like mm. she's popular but like she's very niche she doesn't have like a whole lot of followers Mm, and so like i don't know but i forgot about that and that's like super weird and interesting it is okay happy thoughts (laughs) unfucked what's what's unfucked what's not what's what i don't know well problem what's not fucked up say what's no we can just call them things that don't suck things that don't Uh, suck (laughs) okay who wants to start well, I did my first podcast and it That was good. It was good. Almost it didn't sucked. sucked. <laughs> no. No. It was <laughs> fucked up material, but it wasn't a fucked up job. Yeah. Thanks. If that makes sense. I am on day sixteen of my twenty day baking challenge. Yay, you're yeah. almost there. And if I can get home before midnight yeah, and let's go. bake something I'm sorry. tonight, 
I'm not blaming you. I wasn't even looking at you. I'm yeah, just saying. You were avidly trying not to look at me. I was not. I'm looking <laughs> in the same damn place I've been looking up at that darn quilt up there. That beautiful All quilt. Night. But um, I will make something very quickly so that I can still be on my 20-day baking challenge. And Bake me a chicken pot pie. I did Ooh, turkey pot woman. pie yesterday. Did you? Yeah, because like, what else do you bake after Thanksgiving? Like, You just baked a million turkey things. Turkey shit. Turkey so cranberry pie. But I have an Instagram, and it's called called um, Kel Bakes All Day. So y'all should follow me. Follow By y'all, I mean the people at this table. I don't really expect <laughs> other people to. And I'm going to get through my 20 days, and it's going to be good. Yay. Yay, baking. What's your thing, Mom? Um, My happy thought, or my thing that doesn't suck, or my non-fucked-up thing, is um actually for Jess because she's not here. I'm really happy that she got a job. Yeah, and that she got a job that she likes, and it sounds like she's gonna be really happy. And so I'm yeah. happy for her. I think that it's gonna be a great opportunity, and um I think it's gonna take her a lot further than she would have ever gone, like with In her, her old job, old job. So you know everything happens for a reason, and so that makes me happy. Yeah, yeah. that's really nice, yeah. Salem. I like that. And My, Hannah. Yeah. My thing that doesn't suck is that even though I work tomorrow, I don't work until 4 p.m. and I only work four hours. Mm. So <laughs> I can sleep until like 10 o'clock nope, tomorrow. I've got nice. to go home and go immediately to bed. I, yeah, you got to get up early. I work at 6 a.m. Yuck. For a full eight hours. Yeah. And Yuck. with that, we leave so bye. that we can sleep. Yeah, it's bedtime. <laughs> bye, bye, This was bye. a good podcast. And yeah. you have to say it. You didn't say it last time. Oh, you just said. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.